0: Hello
1: Hey Mr. Anderson
0: Hey, hey coach who's it? Wait <laughs> Are there two people on this call?
1: Well, yeah we each have a different phone
2: <laughs>
0: you...
1: I'm, I'm in the kitchen Kevin's in the family room
3: Hey coach
0: Kevin and Who Who else is here?
1: This is Elliot
0: Elliot and Kevin
1: yeah, oh, from... the, the Peterson twins Is this right? weird? Fourth hour
0: I mean, I think you guys are weird to begin with, so yeah. Calling me <laughs> at
1: home—calling strange.
0: Call, calling me home—is you're definitely ratcheting it up a notch.
1: Um, your um phone number was in our mom's phone.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I knew that'd be a problem. Go on. What do you? What, what were you calling about?
1: Well, two things. Number one, why is your number in our mom's phone?
0: Yeah. Oh. I, you know, we, uh, there was a whole thing at the parent-teacher conference. I thought it'd be best just to exchange numbers and... Uh, We
3: met uh, your wife at the teacher, uh, teacher conference. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, of course she was there. Well, she's, you know, what's your second question?
1: What happened to your wife's leg?
0: (laughs) Some maniac drilled through it. You got what? any other? You got any other hot takes you want to? <laughs> yeah, a maniac came by, drilled right through her leg.
3: Was it Kevin.
0: you? No, it wasn't me.
1: Kevin, hang up.
3: <laughs> no,
1: hang up and come in here with me. I need to ask you a question.
3: Okay, I'll be there in a second.
1: to his wife. I thought that's why we were calling him. Yeah, I know, but listen, I was going to butter him up asking if he knew all the actresses from the Golden Girls and then maybe we'd wean into um, what happened to his wife. You know
0: leg. what was weird about you two was you guys would even though you're both male children you would always be wearing those dresses from The Shining. Standing around at the end of the classroom.
1: Now, our dad always wanted a daughter. And he couldn't decide which of us looked best in the dress. So, we both said yes to the dress.
0: I'm just Uh, saying, free advice. It's off-putting.
1: Our mother is a
3: single mother trying to do the best she can.
0: Listen. Ever since dad left. I know... She's a single mother We don't have to reiterate that fact
3: Are you going to be our new daddy?
0: No, god no, never Kevin. you two
3: Kevin, you're too direct He's
0: I, I explained that way up front to your mom as well
3: So it was you over here the other night?
0: Uh, you know, I swing by from time to time
1: Okay, because our mom was definitely walking bowlegged when you left <laughs>
0: You're goddamn right she was.
1: Is
3: that why you were constantly smelling your mustache the next morning?
2: (laughs) Why
0: the hell else would I have it?
1: Rude. Okay, for real though, um, I know B. Arthur and Estelle Getty. Can you name the two other actresses from Golden Girls? You won't
2: know. Um,
0: there's the... Where's the beef lady? Huh? And... Gilda Radner.
1: <laughs> Told you he wouldn't do it.
3: Pay up. Damn it.
1: All right, coach. Well, we'll see you this weekend at our barbecue.
0: Uh, well, I'm not gonna be at the barbecue. No. Are
1: you, what are you hanging out with your wife?
0: I'll be swinging by after the after the BBQ if you catch my drift.
1: Oh, coming over for the orgy.
3: It's a key party. Mom told us not to call him
1: that.
0: Yeah, I'll be there. late. I mean, I hope you guys are not there. I hate every time I come over. I hate seeing you two.
1: Kevin. The door and I take coats. Well, sometime we get tips.
0: <laughs> I'm definitely not going to tip you. If anything, I'm going to take money out of the tip jar.
3: Well, our mom says that your tips not much. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> she said you're more of a tongue guy.
1: She also said you're not Jewish. Whatever that means.
0: Listen, the tip is not the important part. <laughs> And one day you're going to realize that.
3: Are we still talking about basketball? Were we ever?
0: Anyway, hope hope you kids have a lot of fun. Uh, stay safe. You're both creepy as hell. Cool. Please don't ever call me again. <laughs> cool.
1: Bye.
3: Love you, Dad.
0: Are you can you guys please hang up? I hung up and I tried to call someone else.
1: Well no, this is how we talk to each other. He's back in the other room.
0: Okay, hang up your phones. This is
1: Was it our mom?
0: Hang up the goddamn phones. You first. I or did hang first.
1: up. No, you first. You you knew it.
0: Alright, I'm hanging up again. Please be off this line. Count of three? No. No, just hang up.
1: No, you first.
3: I know. Mom, we're on the phone. No. She said dinner's ready.
1: It's beef tips.
3: (laughs) She said extra
0: cream. (laughs) I've picked up the phone again. I don't care what either of you are having for dinner.
1: All right. We need to call our social studies teacher now.
0: Great. Just hang up the goddamn phone.
1: No, we're going to call our math teacher. We're going to four-way him in.
0: No. (laughs) I'm going to hang up and leave my house now. You two have ruined yet another day in my life.
1: But it's Saturday
0: yeah exactly
1: makes it worse than it
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely this is worse.
1: we did it again Kevin.
3: Okay we'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: okay tell your mom to take my number out of her contact list. I can find another orgy
1: <laughs> It's a key party.
0: What, you call it what you want.
3: Our mom told us not to call it that.
0: All right, see you Monday, you fucking nitwits.
3: Oh, oh, sir, we got, we got one more question.
0: All right, fine, but just hang up after this one.
1: Coach, have you ever seen Slumber Party Massacre?
0: Yeah, where do you think I got the idea for the drill through the leg?
1: (sighs) Ah, I knew it.
0: Yeah, I did it. Okay, you got you got it. Hang up now.
1: Mm. This week's episode 5 Day Rentals Slumber Party Massacre. Better call your coach. Holy shit, we're back for another episode. Five Day Rentals. Hey. We're here. This is our second in our series of Red Sauce. Thanks, Kyle. Mm-hmm. How are you, Dan?
3: I'm good. How How are you gentlemen tonight? I ate
0: a whole uh, jar of marinara to celebrate the category. <laughs> oh, we're going to be taking nice. a lot
3: of breaks tonight, folks. Just me and a spoon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Would a straw have been quicker, or was it too chunky?
0: Mm, not my marinara, <laughs> too damn thick to go through a straw.
3: Hashtag not my marinara. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, last week we did uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, a bona fide classic, selected by the proprietor of this category, Kyle. Um, this week I've selected Slumber Party Massacre, a movie that features not only well. A slight amount of blood. It has a, uh, a prominent pizza. Mm-hmm. Guys. It also
3: has um, some good quality feminism in there as well.
1: Yeah, it, I don't know how more apparent it, it could be. Um, first thoughts, Slumber Party Massacre?
0: I hadn't seen this movie in a while, and it totally held
3: up. Yeah. I, would say, I would say the same. Uh, it's been a while, but uh, still pretty good.
1: Yeah. I caught this movie about two years ago when it popped up on Amazon Prime. So I periodically like to throw on these sort of culty horror booby flicks every once in a while because you can kind of just have them on. And this was one that I found that I was paying attention to. And then on this, my third viewing, I realized there's not really a whole lot going on. It's pretty <laughs> simple to follow. So I think we'll cruise through this. Yeah, real real straightforward structure here. Mm-hmm.
0: You can't divert a lot when you've only got an hour
1: 15 to work with. And I'm pretty sure that they cut some stuff out of this. We'll get to one person in particular in this movie that I want to know who they are and what was the rest of their story. Mm -hmm. And then sort of right off the bat, there's a a big question that I'll ask you guys. But you guys ready to jump into this thing? I'm ready. Okay.
0: Do you not see me holding this drill?
3: (laughs) I have already took my top off.
1: I do don't want I... to ask, how are you powering said drill? This is nineteen eighty-two. <laughs> I don't think we've got lithium-ion. Um, it's, it's a note I wrote down as well. <laughs> All
3: right. I just went to Lowe's and yeah, they didn't have that model.
0: Mm. It's operated on my hate for female teenagers.
3: <laughs> I think it's powered by blood.
0: Is it hater or,
1: or is it misguided love? Mm. Shades of gray, dude. <laughs> yeah. Russ Thorne, quite a confusing, conflicted character. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and here's just a slight heads up, people. In the, the time of pandemic, Zoom calls and all, there might be some power outages on one of our ends. So we'll do what we can for that, but I'll I'll preemptively get that out of the way. One of us might disappear like a girlfriend going to blow her boyfriend in a garage. All right.
3: Either way, we'll power drill. I mean, power through this episode.
1: You got it. Slumber Mm -hmm. Party Massacre, 1982. This is a female directed flick. Dan, do you have her name readily available?
3: Uh, Director's name is Amy Holden
1: Jones. That's right. I'm looking forward to your, your facts, whatever research you did on this. And that's a genuine statement. I'm looking forward to it.
3: Alright.
0: Did you guys also see that parts two and three of this series are also female directed?
1: I did. I started, I got about ten minutes into the sequel last night. Have you guys seen either one of them?
0: I think I also watched about ten minutes of two after I finished one, but I just pulled them up on Letterboxd and I was like, oh shit. They stuck with like the female director thing for all of them it's awesome
3: yeah I believe I've seen two I don't know if I've seen three but I did almost watch Sleepaway Camp because I was like I was like wait a minute I don't think that was the pick no no no, no no still pretty good though yeah it might come up here on five day rentals in the future
0: it's a whole different thing though you know
3: might be our next pick, Kyle.
1: You you if the category was something with like wanna be a boy, hidden boy, you know, you could do Pinocchio and <laughs> oh, sleepaway shit. camp. And boys don't cry.
3: One of the guys.
1: The just wheels are of, turning. Just one of the guys. One of my that is a pair of boobs I'll never forget.
3: That's a classic. You can know it. It's a classic in more than one way.
1: All right, let's start this fucking thing. We open with no production cards, nothing. We just get Slumber Party Massacre. We open up. We got this electric organ that's throughout music throughout the whole movie. It sets the sort of tone. We're in Southern Cali. We got a paper boy struggling to get up this fucking hill. Not looking very rad, if you ask me. <laughs> no, not at all. Total... Fucking loser, not doing any tricks. He would not be on Team Rad, that's for sure. Mm-mm.
3: Guys, our Rad episode is is out there. Go check it out. You got it. <laughs> it's Rad.
1: Southern Cali, Paperboy, he's, he's tossing the morning newspapers. We get a shot. Headline, Mass Murderer of Five, Russ Thorne Escapes. We're not wasting any time here. Trish wakes up to her radio alarm. Um, immediately changes the channel on the radio so why wouldn't you set the alarm to the other channel unless you want to wake up to the annoying one and then turn it to the calming one but you know maybe like 98.3 is her daily
0: jam but if it sucks in the morning you just roll over to yeah
1: 100.1 maybe there's like a sex call in show that she goes to sleep to I I wake up to
3: to screams every day That's my alarm clock Screams You guys don't (laughs) wake up to that?
1: Those are the recorded screams of your victims?
3: (laughs) I didn't go that far
1: Oh, okay So Trish wakes up um, Immediately changes into her school clothes We get boobs right off the bat Two minutes
3: and seven seconds in
1: Yep Yeah Um,
3: Fastest boobs in five-day rental history?
1: Yeah and certainly most boobs.
3: Put it on the board.
1: Yeah. Most, it's, most butts. It's going to be hard to beat that that time trial. Mm. Yeah.
3: Only time will tell.
1: Now, here's the deal. I said it's most boobs and butts, but do you count the smut wall from uh, Deep Rising and uh, what's the monster fucking truck movie? Maximum Overdrive?
3: There's a lot of smut in Maximum Overdrive.
1: Yeah. I count
0: it because I've rebuilt it on the wall right in front of me. You guys can't see it, mm. but
3: we can't count it. It's not live boob.
0: We I need s- a
1: You need to get that 360 camera that I googled <laughs> you. You need to just order that.
0: Yeah, that I mean, if you guys want to see then that's the only way.
1: Right on. Trish wakes up, she changes the uh, same underwear though. Wearing her mm-hmm. same underwear that she slept in. She could have showered the night before. <laughs> That's a good point. I still think... You You think
3: she got undressed, showered, and got back into her underwear in less than five minutes?
1: Yeah. Girls shower so much quicker than guys. I'm not
0: saying that at all, but I don't know. You know, I'm a morning shower guy, but I could see if you were a night shower person, you could be like, all I did was sleep in these. Have you tried to transition to the night shower? No,
1: I don't want anything to do with it.
3: You don't like you don't do night shower.
1: I do day sh- morning shower. I think the night the night shower is a game changer, man.
3: What time do you go to? Well, what time do you set at your computer to go to work? What time are you is waking up?
0: Wake up six thirty. Log on at seven thirty. Well, catch a shower, a shave, cup of coffee. Ready to so go.
1: What are you doing with that extra 55 minutes? <laughs> That's me time, baby. Do you An do Ebert? your morning affirmations? Yeah. Some light journaling?
0: Yeah. A little yoga. A little
1: self-exploration. <laughs> um, for some reason, Trish just starts bagging up toys and uh, stuffed animals from her bed. Or for her red room. Is
0: this the day she literally decides to be
1: an adult? Yeah. I I did think
3: about I did think about this. Okay. And my conclusion was that she knew she was having Oh wait, she wasn't having a sleepover, was she?
1: No, she is. She knows she's Mm -hmm. having a sleepover. Okay, that's right. Because I thought the same thing. Was she embarrassed by some of those things? Yeah. Because Yeah. And we and we can kind of build this up so she starts bagging shit up she decides not to put in a uh like a dog missing an eye or something but she does put in a barbie Mm -hmm. there's um there's
0: another one that she doesn't throw away what's that was it was like a puppet looking thing
1: oh with the nose yeah okay
0: dan do you have any tidbits to give us here about this puppet
3: you give one Pinocchio fact out, and these fuckers just have a goddamn heyday.
0: Did it remind Wait, I do you have you a question, anyone? though.
3: <laughs> I do have a question. Was that John McEnroe poster? Did anybody catch that? No. I think it was a John McEnroe poster.
1: He's I a didn't notice, player, it. guys. I, I made a John tennis Mac.
3: reference. Am I going to have fucking 30 tennis questions?
1: Tennis ain't as funny as Pinocchio, dude. Yeah, hit me with those Pinocchio facts.
3: <laughs> you guys keep it up.
1: The, we got an, I another. I punish re- you. You know that, right? The radio report goes on that there's a a rust thorn has escaped, but we sort of just blow by this. Cut outside. Uh, parents are packing up for a trip. Trish runs out to say goodbye. The dad is just pretty impatient. Ready to I'm go. Ready to go. He's. Yeah. He's. We got to go now. The mom to, makes a point. I'm ready to
3: fuck, baby.
1: Mom makes a point to say that the uh, chips are under the sink, next to the fucking bleach and Ajax. I guess. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. <laughs> Surrounded by rat traps, you'll find the chips.
1: She's really trusting those bag clips, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, they're taken off. There's a little bit of a back and forth because. Um, the mom tells her that Mr. Content, the neighbor, is going to be looking in on her. Um, she's pissed because she's 18. you know, She's an adult now. She should be able to have her friends over for a sleepover without being checked on. But Mr. Content seems pretty cool. He's going to check in on them. Nothing's going to happen. Parents, fuck off. Trish throws the bag away into the trash. I don't think they're recycling. I
2: mean, also, never- these are
1: these are goodwill level toys too. So
0: I know the eighties were a different time, but I'd feel weird about asking my neighbor to watch my teenage daughter.
1: Yeah.
3: I think he goes a little above and beyond. He seems like a good
0: guy from everything we see in this film.
1: Yeah. I think they're, they're forcing him into the creepiness zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Trish throws away her toys. There's a, the Barbie sitting up at the top. She's walking away in the foreground. We see a little hand sneak up, grab the Barbie. Oh, shit. Um, we cut to school. We got two dweebs. We got Jeff and Neil. They're kind of having a discussion. I think it's Neil asking, like, who should I ask to go with? Nobody's going to go with me. Starting right off the bat that these dudes are, are down to clown. They come across a uh, lady electrician with a, a, dare I say, decent derriere up on a ladder.
0: Oh, she looked great. Oh, yeah. If Jeff, this lady was changing light bulbs in my high
1: school. I'd keep busting them.
0: I'd have missed third period altogether, dude.
1: Uh, I hope she's missing her third period while up on that ladder. <laughs> um. Uh you
3: you're, you're going to be responsible for that for the rest of your life.
1: you mean
3: like third ever?
1: I mean it's like every, a, every third
3: <laughs> seems too early. I mean, she's got a decent union <laughs> job though.
1: Mhm. Uh oh, I see I was talking about not having a flow, but I guess missing a period means something else. Yeah. Yeah, I hope she's not pregnant up on that ladder. Let me take that back. <laughs> Jeff 3, three is, months pregnant.
0: <laughs> you want her climbing ladders?
3: Got to work, baby.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't baby. get the sense that this lady's in, involved with anybody. She seems like she's been to a few key parties.
2: Mm.
1: Um Jeff starts hitting on her. She's she's sweet on it. She lets him carry the The ladder back to the truck or whatever Neil kind of comes in and cock blocks a little bit They take off They don't get very far Lady electrician opens the door to the van She's immediately snatched into the van By a hand Cut to Neil and Jeff They're walking away They're not hearing the electrician Beating on the windows and screaming Cut inside the van She's getting choked, beaten We get a little bit of a Big O drill She's out. She's our first one down. And that's what? Five, six minutes into the movie?
3: We're five minutes and 51 seconds into this film.
1: Nice. Um, Well, let's cut over to some girls basketball.
3: Worst basketball Mm -hmm. players ever.
0: Well, why wasn't this game shirts versus skins?
1: Man, I wish. I don't know. I think some of these ladies were a little too buxom to be that active. I don't, I don't think the sports bra uh, mechanisms were figured out in the early 80s, you know? Valerie and Jackie specifically. All right, so uh, the girls' basketball scene does a pretty good job of introducing us to some of our characters. We realize that Diane, she's the one who looks like Allison Bree. She's a ball hog. Um, Jackie can't shoot. Larry Bird she's not, according to the coach. Larry Bird, Val- you ain't. <laughs> uh Valerie, she's good looking and she's the more talented one. She happens to be on the other team from our main core of girls. The guys sort of sneak in. They're looking at her. Man, they're they're all about Valerie. This game lasts what, two two minutes? They each yeah. score a goal and then that's it. It's no defense. That-
0: I mean that that's a good point two minutes they each score a basket where is the shot clock in this game Mm -hmm. you get 24 seconds
1: Mm -hmm. and this apparently was the entirety of their varsity basketball season because as soon as they are done the teacher says all right that's it we're gonna (laughs) do baseball tryouts next week
2: Mm -hmm.
0: maybe they're just in like a like we're trying basketball today tomorrow's badminton Mm mm-hmm Let's see what everyone's good at.
1: New Sport a Week Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's time to hit the showers, gentlemen. Um, we open with uh, Linda's rear end and a voiceover of, you know, I think your tits are getting bigger. And then about <laughs> six different girls asking, mine? Um, I think Linda is the hottest this girl we start with. She goes in. This is a great shower setup. She is standing next to Trish. Trish is standing next to Kim. Linda and Trish are talking about, um, was this
3: a a diagram that you sent us that you drew? Yeah. 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 Okay. I was just checking.
0: Um, yeah, you did. You drew that whole schematic of the shower scene, labeling where each person was. I was really impressed
3: with the measurements on there. (laughs) Mm
1: hmm. 36. Mm
0: -hmm. And then you were building that, like, a full-size replica in your basement.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's done. (laughs) So I've...
0: It looked good from the photos.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, AR has come such a long way. (laughs) What what you can do down in the basement. So... Did Did you
0: see one of those girls? Like, her shower was fucked up like it it was like if I turn if I barely opened a tap on my kitchen sink (laughs) like that's all the water she had coming out of there
1: like when your cat wants a drink out of the faucet yeah and you crack uh, the tub open a little bit well
0: and she was like cupping her hands like trying to get some water (laughs) and it's like God just move to another one lady Mm -hmm. the rest of them are firing
1: maybe that's how they were able to shoot here because it was such a shitty school I mean yeah maybe Dan will tell us later where this was shot
3: I mean do you, is that something you like are proud of like this is where Slumber Party Massacre was shot our yeah. school here at Lincoln High
0: I, I would think, be I
1: think it'd be pretty cool but we're now, weird
0: whoever allowed this to be filmed at their school probably got fired <laughs>
1: Good job. I'm, Good job. I'm back Jerry, to using huh? my boom arm I'm back to using my boom arm following uh my five weeks of COVID. So if there's any snare drum sounds, it might not be Dan, it might be me.
3: It might have been always you.
0: Well, I was gonna say whoever was the principal at this time was probably like let me hold the boom during the shower scenes.
3: <laughs> you guys need any extra help?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to stand over here by this plate of sandwiches if anyone needs me.
1: <laughs> mhm. He was inspired by Monster Dog.
0: Exactly.
3: Everyone should be inspired by Monster Dog.
1: Was this before or after Monster Dog? Well, Monster
3: years? Dog was 19 was This This
1: was This it... was 82.
3: 88 was Monster Dog.
1: Fuck, I hope not.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Might be 82.
1: Look
0: monster dog was 2018 <laughs> um, monster dog feels timeless in a way it, mm-hmm. it exists is. outside of the spectrum of
3: monster dog was
1: 1984 oh okay and somehow looks 20 years older than this movie
3: because <laughs> we mm-hmm. didn't watch the blu-ray guys <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat>
1: That'll yeah, solve it. it. All right. So Linda and Trish are talking about all the cute athletes that they like. Trish invites Linda over to the party. Linda can't come. She's got to study. Kim is right next to Trish. She starts talking shit about Jackie not being able to shoot. Um, Then we get Valerie from across the showers and Trish just locking eyes. And they hold this stare for a good 30, 35 seconds.
3: Is is this the Mean Girls of uh, 1982?
1: When was the Heathers? Because Mean Girls is loosely based on Heathers, right? In a way. Ish. I
3: thought Heathers was later. Heathers is going to be later.
1: Yeah. It might be. So Diane is telling some weird fucking joke to Kim about a guy slamming a baby down. Doesn't make any sense.
0: Oh, oh Um, wait. Dan, did you think that any of these women met the Kersey Challenge? Do you think they got out of their gym clothes, showered, and clothed again?
1: There's too much talking.
3: I'd say it's pretty easy to get out of gym clothes. I mean, it was only two, three-piece max. So, I I don't... My question was, how long do they have... to get ready. Girls take an hour to get ready anyway. Did they take a shower and have a full fucking hour to redo all their makeup and shit?
1: I thought they went home after this. Oh, yeah, that's true. It just shows them leaving campus, kind of.
3: So why the fuck even shower?
1: I don't know. I mean, after, I mean, wrestling is quite different than basketball, but we always showered after wrestling before we went home. Because you don't want to spread shit. Stink
3: but. up the... Stink up your dad's (laughs) F-150. Fucking
1: sacrilege, dude. You leave these socks outside.
3: (laughs) I don't care if they're frozen in the morning. Put them in the bed of the truck. (laughs) You just ride back there, goddammit.
1: All right, holy shit, we're barely out of the shower. All right, um... (laughs) Trish says to Diana she wants to invite um, Val to the party or this is after Trish goes up to Val and says she played such great basketball so now you're getting this like weird following the stare down and everything it's a little my chauvinistic brain is going one way immediately so Trish wants Val to come over to the party Diane doesn't want her to in the locker rooms Diane's talking all sorts of shit um she her drinks prob- too much milk. Her problem with Valerie is that she drinks too much milk. Um Trish says, Diane, you're you're a snob, you know that. And Diane's response is well only the best people are, you know. Just like such a snobby thing to say. So she proves her own fucking point. Mm-hmm. Um Val is overhearing all this shit talking. Um, she barely makes it out of the locker room trish runs out to try to invite her to the party anyway not happening um gang's walking outside now neil and jeff i'm guessing neil and jeff just waited outside the showers for all the girls oh for sure yeah Uh, probably a daily routine for these two Mm -hmm. i get it though no internet
0: yeah what else are you gonna do after school
1: it's obviously a friday or something
0: Probably no weed hookup in this town.
1: Mm-mm. They got, they got some Maui Wowie.
3: They got some ultra light.
0: Well, these guys don't. I mean, right?
1: They got to go hook up with Kim, who mentions that as they're walking out that she's got some provisions for the party tonight. Um, and they happen to walk right by a dumpster which contains the dead lady electrician. Nobody notices.
3: Bum bum bum.
1: Um Linda realizes she forgot a book. She's got to run back into the um into the gym. She runs into the coach, tells her that she needs to get a book. The coach says, You know, you need to hurry. They're gonna lock the door soon. Immediately you think, Well, why wouldn't the coach just maybe hold the door for her? Mm-hmm. Just take thirty seconds and say
3: Nah man, it's Friday, motherfucker.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um Linda go gets, goes and gets her book, but then is immediately locked in. I don't know which janitor shut these doors, but maybe he, he had the a same raise. thought. He, he had the same thought, like, it's fucking Friday. I Fuck mean, these South Cali kids.
0: In the amount of time from her running in there to get her book to her being locked in, he probably saw her go in and was like, I guess that's the Monday morning janitor's problem to worry mm-hmm. about. <laughs>
3: Yeah, she might get murdered by a crazy guy with a fucking drill I seen go in as well, but, yeah, that's Kevin's problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Throw some sawdust down on it. Go about your day.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing he just drilled his way out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he just drill the lock, drill through the lock? Okay. So anyway, she's now stuck in there with our killer. We get a full sort of shot of him. He's in a Canadian tuxedo. All denim. He just looks Canadian. Like his... You know what I mean? Like there's something off about him. We can talk about him a little bit more later.
3: I was wondering if maybe that's why he's so angry. Because he's wearing a Canadian tuxedo.
1: Okay. Well, I usually... If I see
0: someone that looks Canadian, I usually think, Oh, they look a little off.
1: Yeah. Do you think... Do you still think that if they're without their, um, killer power tool. Yeah. I can just tell. Okay. So he comes up behind Linda. He slashes her in the arm with a drill. Um, she runs off, goes back into the locker room. She tries to sneak into like a little office and, um, stay silent. Unfortunately, as her blood starts to pool, it runs underneath the door and, uh, the old driller killer is able to see it. He comes through the door. Bam. Linda's gone. That's two down.
0: I mean, actually making somewhat smart decisions for a horror movie, though. Like, she stayed quiet. She mm-hmm. tried to clean up her blood. Mm-hmm. I will
3: say this was a very good scene. And mm-hmm. did, did anybody catch the little poster right before he drilled her to death? It was an, the, an emergency uh, fire drill poster oh, I,
0: I thought you meant the one that was advertising the the park's production of pinocchio
3: no kyle that wasn't in this film oh how stoned were you when you watch this
1: let's mm. move on i think my only complaint with it is that um the killer just runs goofy i don't know if it's like the the his jeans are too tight I you know, get, I I don't I, I don't get know to what that. it is.
3: I will get to that later.
1: Okay, it just I, he he gets a little bit more intimidating later on, but in the in this early scene, it's just it's too goofy for me maybe to be that, scared.
0: Maybe that drill like throws off his center of gravity, so he's like all front. He's like front loaded. The bit's well, we too heavy.
1: we find out later that the bit is apparently made of cardboard. <laughs> um. Uh, All right, and then we get this just awkward shot of Russ running back to the van that that you don't really need. Um, Then here's my first major question in the movie. We cut to some guy on a motorcycle named Mark who drops Trish off at her house. Trish gives him a kiss, says, I'll see you later, and we never see this Mark again. Mm -hmm. Um, Is this a part of the story that was cut what
3: i said i honestly thought it looked like kyle
1: oh okay here's
0: what it is mark mark is a nice guy at heart but he's trying to cultivate like a bad boy image so he was like i'm gonna get this motorcycle but all these chicks see right through it you know they're just they're using this guy for a ride home and then Mm -hmm. you know they're never going to see him later. It's never going to work out for Mark. He's going to lay that hog down at some point and trade it in for a windbreaker, and that's going to be the rest of his
3: life.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: A windbreaker and a Camry. hmm
1: Do you think he did it 30 minutes after he dropped her off? Because <laughs> where, where does he go? Who is this guy, you know?
3: Got to go play D&D with Kevin and James.
1: Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't understand why you get that scene. Because you get that, it's the same shot, and then the camera pans, and you see Valerie just standing on the street staring at her. So now we realize the geography of, oh, Valerie lives right next to Trish. Mm-hmm. But why couldn't they have just gotten off the bus together or something? You know? I don't know. They were probably like, well,
0: we don't have to rent a, rent a, a separate vehicle to take us from point A to point B because we already got this loser with a bike that'll just drive all the actresses around wherever we need them to go.
1: The bummer being that he only has a motorcycle, no van. So. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so she's dropped off. We cut to Diane. She's the Alice and Brie looking one. She's also, do you notice she's a, uh, like a tiptoe walker? she's one of those girls that kind of walks on her toes you really notice it in the rear end because you i'm watching her ass and you know oh that's a tiptoe walker um so she's getting phony stalked by somebody you know uh this turns out to be the ginger jock john minor he sneaks up behind her she fucking steven seagulls his ass and flips him over uh we find out that they're going yeah. steady but he's a little upset that uh, he can't come over to Trisha's tonight. Diane's going to try to see what she can do. You know, No mm-hmm. boys allowed at this sleepover. Yes, yeah, for old time's sake, right? That's what they keep saying. Mm-hmm. We cut to the coach driving home. She's listening to the radio. There's a report about Russ Thorne. She immediately changes the station. If she, any of these people would just pick up
0: uh, the newspaper or read or listen to the radio at any point in time.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Could have avoided a lot of bloodshed in this film. Uh,
1: Coach gets home. She's walking up to her front door. Bam, drill bit right through the door. She's freaked the fuck out. Door opens up. It's her super, Pam, who just coincidentally seems to be putting in her peephole. And she's also apparently Penn because... She manages to drill the hole and install the peephole without us ever seeing it. Oh, we see it. No, we see the peephole, but we you don't ever like she drills. Yeah. And then she leaves and the peephole's there.
0: I wrote that down too. Like she drills it and then by the time the door is closing the peephole is already installed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like she drilled the hole and just slammed that thing in there.
1: Yeah.
3: It's like hanging halfway out.
1: So the coach, uh her name is Rachel. Uh the superintendent is Pam. Uh Rachel asks if she's seen uh if Pam has seen her cat. She says no. Uh then she's off. We cut back to Trisha's house. Uh she starts a phone call. She's talking to Diane, talking about not really wanting the boys over. Um then she's very she's like starts a little wind-up toy before she starts the phone call. That would mm-hmm. drive me fucking crazy. So while I, she's on the phone,
0: I, I thought the toy was cool. I was like I never see stuff like that anymore.
1: Oh the the toy was cool, but to wind the shit up and then start a conversation I thought was quite annoying.
0: Maybe for Christmas I'll get each of you a wind-up set of feet that walks across to your desk. Oh,
3: huh. yeah. thanks, Bio.
1: Yeah, you gotta. And I'll just wind it up every time you start talking.
3: I'll just wind yeah. it up the whole time we're doing this podcast.
0: Yeah, I would, that's what I want. I just want the constant sound of a little.
3: I think gear I've decided running. what I'm going to get you guys, and that's, uh, you know, a puppet. <laughs>
1: you don't want to be my little puppet boy.
3: It's coming, guys. Just wait.
0: You're gonna get, you're gonna get us some of the Pinocchios out of the collection you already have in, in your house.
3: I, I'm not the one that should be being made fun of because I've seen Pinocchio. You're my little puppet boy. I just wish there was some sort of contest we could have to where I can assign you.
1: You're my little peephole puppet boy.
3: Films to. Oh wait, that's this whole podcast.
0: Dan, I still have Pinocchio's Revenge written down in my notes, so we're going to find a way to make it work for Just you. dude. frame it.
3: Get it fucking tattooed to your skin, Kyle,
1: because it's coming. While Trish is on the phone with Diane, she hears some noise. She goes to investigate. She investigates for about 15 seconds and then decides there's nothing there, and starts playing some piano. Mm-hmm. Um, as she's doing that, we get another little jump scare. It's Mr. Content, her neighbor. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, looking like Hawkeye Pierce.
0: Yeah, just let
3: myself in.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't worry the about door, it.
1: The door was open, so I thought I'd come in.
3: Yeah, people seem to do that a lot in this film.
1: hmm We cut to Coach Rachel at her house. She's making a cheese quesadilla. I'm pretty sure this might be Petey's mom from MXP. <laughs>
0: Just a plain cheese. Because that's one a, just a
1: pl- plain cheese quesadilla. So
0: you just fry it up in the pan. Don't add any salsa
1: at all. <laughs> that's the best way to have them, dude. She uh, she does she uh, she goes for some hot sauce, and when she goes for the hot sauce, that's when she knocks over her grape juice, and then. Uh, then there's a little cheap jump scare where she goes and gets her cat out of the closet.
3: Good old cat in the closet gag.
1: You know it. I think that cat was just looking for olive oil in there. I mean, I keep all mine in barrels in the closet. Mm-hmm. You got to keep it out of the direct mm-hmm.
2: Uh
1: We cut back. We are back in Trisha's neighborhood. We've got the two dweebs, Neil and Jeff. They're walking, just pushing their bikes, not riding them. They're talking about how like how can we sneak in, get with the girls? Maybe we should scare them tonight. Neil's like, no way, they'll beat the shit out of us. And Jeff says, yeah, you're right. We did flunk Jim twice or three times or some shit. So, um, and they happen to walk right by, uh, the the electric van. All right, um, Trish is serving some coffee to Mister Content. Trisha's friends show up, Jim, or, uh, Kim and Jackie. They show up. They got booze and weed. Kim is all about highlighting all the the provisions she's got. Trisha's trying to keep it quiet and hush-hush. But Mr. Content, he's he's hip. He's cool. He says, I won't tell your parents about the Maui wowie if you uh, don't tell them I scared you. Which makes sense because you wouldn't really want to, like... I wouldn't want my daughter to come and say, hey, the neighbor scared me while you guys were gone. You know? Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Don't, don't...
3: Don't tell your don't, mom, but uh, I'm also wearing some of her panties right now, too, so don't say anything about that.
1: Yeah, don't
0: tell your mom I was here, and I'll look the other way on the pot.
1: Look, listen, I was just trying to find your chips, okay? And it took me forever. I mean, they were underneath the sink. Who does this? Who does that shit? Mm-hmm. Also, I'm a Southern California beach-looking dude, huh?
3: <laughs> Why the <laughs> fuck am I... You know, I just moved here from Trenton, New Jersey.
1: <laughs> Do I look the part wearing this polyester shirt? She's got more, leaves and shit. <laughs> we'll raise a sun, vitamin C. They say it's you good for kids you. kids in your Maui, wowie. Hey, cowabunga
0: beers. girls,
3: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go surf now. All you right. should
1: order a pizza later, you know. Then <laughs> <laughs> we cut to... Man, this brings back some fucking memories. Val making some Kool-Aid. Deciding that it just needs a little bit more sugar. And then we're introduced to her annoying-ass little sister, Courtney, who I think might be the oldest actress in the movie. (laughs) Could be.
3: Definitely Uh, a uh, lesbian haircut
1: on that one. (laughs) No offense, lesbians. We love you. Um. They're they're sort of going on, you know. Courtney's asking Valerie why she's not over at the party about they're doing something cool. Did they not invite you? Val says, "Yeah, I just wanted to hang out with my sister." So, periodically for the next forty minutes, we're gonna check in with them, just basically being at each other, mm-hmm. it's
3: basically spying on the other house because mm-hmm. they both want to be over there.
1: Yeah, come back to Trisha's house. These girls are. Starting to glom on some chips and glom on the Maui Wowie.
3: Yeah, just smoking weed in their fucking parents' living room.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That seems risky at best. Okay. I mean, even if they're out of
1: town, that, oh God, that's going to linger. <laughs> yeah. But also, uh, later on, Jackie, um, she empties out an ashtray. So I get mm-hmm. the sense maybe the parents smoke in the house. Yeah, that's the only
0: way you're getting away with
1: that. Yeah. So they're talking shit about John and Diane. Um, Kim says, the only way I'll get any of these chips is while Diane's not here. They say, I wonder what John sees in Diane. You know, I think she's got a big mouth. It's not how big it is. It's what's in it that counts. Then Trish asks, well, I wonder what, you know, she sees in John. And they say, well... You know, it's not how big it is, it's what inside that counts. So I guess we're getting these ladies are load queens. Right? <laughs>
0: yeah. This guy's got a
1: He's got a tank on him. Just a Peter North size. <laughs> yeah.
0: So He's got a wrench.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, he doesn't have a wrench, he just has He's got big loads.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Shooting them ropes. Yeah. Uh we get a s we get a crash. Trish goes into the kitchen. Oh shit, she left a burner on. And then she's real sad about it. She's gonna have to pay to replace this. Her parents are gonna be so disappointed. She just grabs that hot burner off the stove though. Or like the, the kettle or whatever it is. She grabs it by the handle. It's got like a nylon or whatever, plastic handle, I think. I think she'd be yeah, alright.
3: She's also high on the marijuana's.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so her hands have no
0: feeling anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, we cut back to Valerie's house. Uh, the dogs are fucking with the trash can again. Uh, Valerie has to go outside to clean it up. Courtney runs upstairs and starts rooting through Val's room and finds a playgirl with our cover guy, Sly hmm
3: Making his first appearance here on
1: Five Day Rentals
0: actually gonna get you guys each an issue of that for christmas
3: i already like it's like 70 a pop bro
0: <laughs> you looked whenever you were pricing out your playgirl collection to list on ebay
3: well i have two copies of that one but <laughs> i'm not willing to get rid of one
1: we were all yeah. sort of doing st- bad stallone impressions earlier when we were doing <laughs> east coast mr content so <laughs> we blew through that um Neil and Jeff, these lucky fucks, are peeping on these girls through a window. Um, they're making way too much noise <laughs> the to be peeping, open and they're loud as the, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trish and the other girls are just getting comfortable. So just cha- changing the, getting, all their clothes, getting into their their PJs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, definitely get some some nudity here. And they're, they're quite impressed with uh, what Kim's got. Jeff even says, I need to give Kim a little bit more attention.
0: As if any of these chicks even know these two guys' names.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so while they're changing, they're talking about a fellow student that got caught having sex in their parents' house. Um, Trish is making some random-ass food in the kitchen and decides... Hey, how about we order a pizza? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Here we go, baby. (laughs) Yeah, you did it, Bones. Two two for two. Oh, pizza party action.
3: Woo! Look at that.
1: Um, Diana's arrived. She comes in and says, hey, since I'm the only one that's dressed, let me go get some wood for the fire.
0: Oh, wait. They order this pizza... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style, they specifically say no
1: anchovies. That's right, that's right. It's mushrooms and something, right?
2: Uh,
0: mushrooms and olives, which yeah. I did think was a weird order, but no anchovies, so, you know, they hit the turtle requirement.
1: Turtles would be pleased. I would do like a,
0: you know, throw a little tomato and... Feta on there or something, you know?
1: Yeah. The olive, yeah, you got to have something else to kind of make up for that bite. I'm not much of an olive guy. I do like a mushroom. I like a mushroom and a red pepper or a mushroom and a tomato.
0: Yeah, mushroom, tomato, maybe throw some onion on
1: there. Yeah, I was going to say. Even
0: if you want to just stay vegetarian, you know, I would not just land on mushroom olive is all I'm saying. Uh,
1: I totally agree. Most of the time, we're only getting the olive on one half because Sam likes the olive and I don't. So I'll put uh, pineapple instead of the olive because I'm in the camp of pineapple is good on a pizza. I mean... Hear that, Gordon Ramsay?
0: I think, you know, pineapple jalapeno is a great combo. Oh, you know it.
1: I think this
3: is America and you can put whatever the fuck you want on your goddamn pizzas.
1: Well, that's why I was there on January 6th. I thought that's what we were talking about.
3: Hey, dude, don't don't say that out loud. They've been calling me.
1: (laughs) Well, I used a burner phone and I shaved afterwards, so... (laughs) (laughs) Triangulate my ass, FBI.
0: Give us the pizza.
1: (laughs) Wait, what are you guys here for? Oh, shit. All right. Diane, she's going out to get some firewood for a wo- uh, fire that they'll never start. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Cotton comes up and scares her. He's on a little snail hunt. I looked this up to see, like, is this something that people actually do? I guess it is. People snail hunt. Uh, They're getting into his garden and shit. So he's got this big-ass machete. He's going to town on him. Diane goes back in. Um, she's barely gone, content turns around, bam, he gets the drill, we're three down. Shoot.
0: You know, I was kind of against this pervert at the beginning, but he kind of, I, I came around when he was hunting snails, and then as soon as I liked him, he was gone,
1: you know? Diane comes back in, it's time to start reading the horoscopes. Some fucking mumbo-jumbo there. Um, Trish asks Hey is it getting cold in here Well I thought that was the whole point of getting firewood And then she gets up And finally goes and shuts a window Uh, As she does this She sees something outside A little glimpse of Russ outside She's creeped out um, Opens it up again And her Barbie Has a knife through it Stuck into the window jam Sweet Uh oh her first choice is to, uh, or her first thought is to blame Diane and say, "Obviously, you didn't lock the garage, so we better go check." Cut back to Val doing some homework. She's looking around. She's thinking about, um, you know, she wishes she was over at Trisha's house talking about big loads mm-hmm. with the other girls. She goes and checks on Courtney, um, who is just going to town on a lollipop. And looking at this playgirl. <laughs> they start to argue a little bit. Val um she admits to Courtney that she knows that Courtney was beating off kids in the fifth grade. But Courtney she, doesn't like this.
3: She doesn't she, deny.
1: She doesn't deny. She just gets mad at her. Yeah. And then immediately asks, like, Does mom know? Did you tell mom? <laughs> um. So uh Diane sneaks away. Uh, for a little phone sex with John Minor, her boo-boo. The girls get on another phone, and they're eavesdropping. Um, I don't know if she's talking about head or just sex in general, but she's like, yeah, I love you. I, yeah, I love doing it. Do you think I'm getting better? This makes the other girls laugh. They realize that they're being eavesdropped on. Um, and then right as they're starting to laugh, boom, the lights go out. They magically all have lighters, and Kim gets a flashlight. Trish's first thought is, oh, shit, there must be something with a fuse box. Where's the fuse box? Oh, it's in the garage.
3: This garage gets a lot of play.
1: A lot of play. So they go back out to the garage. Turns out that um, it's just Neil and Jeff fucking with them. The fuses are fine. They just pulled them out.
0: Well, and they, they like, all go out there together. Yeah. Like, all the girls go to look at the fuse box, and... It just brought back fond memories for me of fucking around at fuse boxes when I was a kid Mm -hmm. with my, with my buds. Did
1: Did you you fuck up some fuse boxes? Yeah. Did you ever have that thing though? Like at a sleepover, if you ever went camping with your friends, there was like the inevitable part where something creeped you out and you had to kind of do all that.
3: I just, do we have to have a camping trip now that we've started all this?
1: Yeah, we're going to do a hardcore camping trip and like a big movie marathon, and record a bunch of shows.
0: I just always remember like my friends would always be like, oh, let's play N64, let's play PlayStation. And I would be like, yeah, that's cool. But have you guys ever messed with a fuse box before? (laughs) We just be throwing those switches, dude.
1: (laughs) What? snowboarding game where they try and get you to play (laughs) well it was you know we would replicate 1080 just with the fuses okay here's an open call to the one person who listens to mxp and can identify what snowboarding game jack is playing we'd love to know
3: i think cool board cool borders i think was only a playstation game
1: and that's totally possible there's there's also like steep cuz i looked this up while i was editing the fucking episode it's like xbox snowboarding games and i couldn't identify it
0: what what comes after a 1080 a 1081 12, a 1260 maybe that was it the sequel to 1080
3: <laughs> i don't think that exists
0: bud
1: uh so kim clocks Jeff with the fucking bat knocks his ass down and Neil immediately submits here's the fuses can't you take a joke we go back to Val she hears the trash fall over again she heads back out um, this time Courtney jumps out and scares her she says this is payback for her talking about you know her fifth grade hand job activity <laughs> um, John Minor and his cum load show up <laughs> Uh, They pull up into the driveway. Diane's like, you know, "Uh, we can't stay out here. Let me pull you into the garage. Um, So she opens the door. He pulls in. She closes the door. And then she notices she almost smashes her toes with the garage door. It's such like an awkward shot. Like, move your toes back. About two inches, lady. Um. Val and Courtney, they're on uh, one of their beds doing makeup. Kind of unnecessary scene. The only thing it really does is they she puts Courtney's hair up in some fun way. Mm-hmm. And now Courtney wants to show it off. So now she wants to go over to the party even more to show it off later. Well, the dweebs have finally found a way into the party. Um, They're hanging out in the kitchen. They think, oh, shit. um, that's going to swell. Do you have a steak or something? Um, Kim and Jackie are making some, I think they're making margaritas and they're talking about a ball game that happened last night. They can't figure out where all the runs came from. Oh, wait. Did, did we skip over what they use instead of the steak? Uh, we No, we come to that in just a second. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, trust me. My <laughs> my grandfather's genes run deep, buddy.
0: Oh, man, you Cutting my jokes out from un- from under me here.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so they're talking about a baseball game from the night before. and um, we cut back to Diane and John. They're making out hardcore in the garage. Uh, then this is where we cut back to Trish has two hot dogs, and she's trying to force them onto Jeff's eye to keep the swelling down. <laughs> Pretty fucking funny, I think.
0: Now, Bones, your grandpa ate a lot of hot dogs,
1: but did he ever explore the medicinal qualities? He would never (laughs) waste a hot dog on a black eye. Trust me.
0: Well, you could still... I left that
1: blaze with plenty of black eyes. My smart little mouth.
0: You could still defrost that dog on your face, though, and have a treat for later.
3: (laughs) Once it gets warm, you just... Who's freezing these
0: hot
1: dogs?
3: Yeah, who you the buy fuck your, freezes hot dogs?
0: Yeah, you
1: buy your hot dogs in bulk, throw them in the freezer. Yeah. He's st- he's buying them bulk, but he's going through them quick enough. <laughs> they don't justify a freezer, dude. I'm telling you, you know the crisper drawer, mm-hmm. full, <laughs> full.
3: Was that all he ate? No, did it he- was
1: just like his daily sort of like snack. snack. The way somebody would eat like peanuts or chew gum, did he, he, would he take just a- go <laughs> and pop?
0: Would he take them you out of go. the of the packaging so they were just loose in the crisper drawer, and he could just reach in and grab one? Well,
1: you, yeah. You, well, no, 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 no. They were still in the packaging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't he didn't empty them like you do a twelve pack of beer. Like he kept them in the pack, but you know you do a little slit on the top so you could just sort of slide.
0: I was really hoping they were just to the top of the crisper drawer, just dogs on top of dogs. No,
1: no, no, no.
3: Did he use any condiments or no? Just
1: straight, dude. Like he snapped into a slim jim. That's what I'm talking. Like, (laughs) I need to ask you if you want one. You're like, nah.
0: Uh -uh." (laughs) All right, man. Would he throw him in the microwave? No. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Oh fuck!
1: Just just he was trying to he was trying to cool off. He just got out of the pool.
3: Beats drinking.
0: A glass of oh, ice he was water. He still drinking. Glass <laughs> of ice water and a bar
1: s. <laughs> if by ice water you mean a watered down bush light, yeah. So I've don't even think it was a bush light.
3: I'm planning this camping trip already, and one of the shots it's going to be bar s hot dog juice and a little bit of uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon shot.
1: I can't that? take it. Why not? I have not had meat juice That's in not meat. seven years. It's just a
0: juice. What what if he gets a veggie dog for you, but it's
3: still the juice. got
1: some juice in it. If you can squeeze a beyond beyond sausage and get any moisture out of it, I'll take the shot.
3: Bitch, I will put that in a
1: blender. <laughs> That's a smoothie at that point.
3: I'll
0: find, I I will track down a veggie dog that has juice in the package.
3: (laughs) You're going to take this hot dog shot.
1: Yeah. Um, Diane comes in. John gives Diane the whole, like, oh, baby, you're driving me crazy. Diane says, no, we can't do it here. John says, let's go back to my house. You know, we've all been there with our high school ladies before Diane gives in she goes inside tells the girls well we're going to go out for beer Trish knows what's up um, did you notice Jeff and Trish are kind of holding hands you know Trish kind of leaning on Jeff like it's sort of flirty and he's got his hand up kind of holding hers you start to think like oh some sort of you know kind of hookup. <laughs> You put a hot
0: dog on a guy's eye. It's hard not to fall in love.
1: Yeah. Diane goes back out to the garage. She gets back in the car. She goes to tell John Minor, like, hey, we're good to go. Fucking John Minor's head rolls the fuck off. That's four down. Diane, um, she goes for it. She tries to get out. She starts screaming. Can't get out. She gets the drill. This is like a first... I think like really amplified drive with the drill from Russ
0: well and it's kind of a shot too where it's like he's kind of standing over her it's like a shot between his legs where he's holding the drill it's a drill dick so I I wrote down penis drill saw yeah
3: do you want to do you want to redo that one Kyle
0: no that's exactly what I wrote down
1: a chain is peen drill (laughs) It's a reference to Robot Jocks. Yeah,
3: that episode is out now, ladies and gentlemen. Go get it.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: yeah. So with Diane, we are now five down. Um, the girls are now letting the guys hang out. I guess Diane just fucked up the whole dynamic. If she's gonna go
3: dirty Diane,
1: get a big load from John, Jeff, and Neil Mm -hmm. can hang out. Mm -hmm. Why
3: didn't
1: you just Um, fucking leave? um, Saved
3: yourself, bitch.
1: And then, oh shit, what do you know? The pizza's here.
3: Whoa, whoa. Way to go, Bones.
1: Yep. The guys, they get excited. They just assume that they're going to get in on some of this pizza. But to their credit, they're throwing money in. Mm -hmm. So they say, oh, we'll get the pizza. They uh, respond back to the pizza guy. What's the damage? And we hear six so far. You guys get it?
0: Yeah, because that's... I was
1: doing the math for you.
0: That's the death
1: count. Yep. Including the pizza delivery guy. That's six kills so far. Mm -hmm. Isn't Um, he six? The pizza guy's six, yeah.
3: Okay. Six dollars for a pie ain't that bad, though. Fuck no. Good price,
1: 1982. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... And then it only goes up what four dollars by 1990, because it's ten dollars and minus three.
3: <laughs> well,
0: so I I did write down in my notes because I watched this on Tubi. But the delivery guy, I was like, oh, if it's six dollars for this pizza, literally probably like three minutes later, I got an ad for Domino's who had two pizzas for five ninety nine each, and I was like. Oh shit, man! These are nineteen eighty two prices.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Should we call them and be like, "Can we get that? Can I get that nineteen eighty two hookup?"
0: Mm-hmm. They'll know what you're talking about. If you're listening to this, call Domino's and ask them for the Slumber Party Massacre
1: tie-in pizza. I fucking love Domino's. I'm- if I would absolutely sell this fucking podcast out if we advertised for Domino's. By the way. <laughs>
3: No. I need you to bleep all those dominoes cuz they're not fucking paying us.
1: I'll drive one of those weird fucking cars. I'll wear the polo shirt.
3: Kyle will dress up like cornmeal all over fucking my fucking house. Numnuck or whatever the fuck he's called. The noid. Noid.
1: Oh yeah, I'll be the noid dude. Numnuck.
0: <laughs> Avoid the numnuck. <laughs>
1: Um, so while the guys are trying to figure out how to pay for the pizza, Kim and Jackie, they're still having this whole argument about where all the runs came from last night's ball game. So they go and they call coach. Um, where did all the runs come from? The coach, she starts saying like, obviously so-and-so is Homer, blah, blah, blah. Cut back to the guys getting the pizza. They open the door, pizza guy, dead, drill holes in each eye socket he falls down face first, bam at least they react quick they kick his legs out of the way and shut the door so Dan, you ready? yeah this is a pizza delivery guy you can't spell pizza without an I and this guy doesn't have either of them I've been sitting on that for a week and I couldn't figure out how to deliver it any better than that, so.
3: He might bring himself back up, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Stay tuned. I mean, That's what I like to do. I like to dig a, a deep hole, piss in it, and see if I can float back up to the top. Strain that piss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we I have in given Gatorade up for... for. Uh, The bones, kidney stone watch. I have given up straining. I have given up peeing in (laughs) bottles. I have canceled all appointments.
3: You have already passed it then.
1: Yeah. But I am done. I have not seen said stone.
3: It was all just a fucking ploy to get your money, dude.
1: This isn't basic instinct. I didn't see stone.
0: Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I have... Bones is stone.
3: No! <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> fucking, like, magic over here,
1: dude. Chris Angel shit. That's funny, but for real, I'd like that back because it might be indicative <laughs> of no, a. No,
0: no, no. It's mine now. <laughs> have, uh, you, have you licked it? I'm making a jewelry out What's of it. What's it taste but... like? Because
1: I need to know the chemical composition.
0: I'm not, I'm not uh, eating it. I'm making a little pearl earring for myself.
3: It's a little red bull and mushroom if you ask me.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, is this a hanging earring or is this going to be more <laughs> like a stud?
0: I want it on the end of a big hoop so I could feel like a pirate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is it going to really just hang this dangle on that earlobe?
0: Yeah, I want to be able to like knock it into my <laughs> cheek a little. <laughs>
1: Maybe you try to catch it with your mouth. <laughs> yeah.
0: That'll be a fun game I can play when I'm bored. Normally I'm just doing Sudokus or something, but <laughs> when I get that little kidney stone ring. Catch the oh stone, boy.
3: buddy. <laughs> dude, that should be your fiance's ring, dude. Put that oh, stone shit. on the ring. There you go, dude. I'm thinking. That's true fucking love right there.
1: Kyle, you can keep the stone.
0: <laughs> I'll give it back if you make it into a... So, so you know, wilder...
2: Like,
3: hey, baby, you know how many carrots that is? That's no fucking carrots because I need to eat better.
0: <laughs> I think it would still have carrots, though, right? You could get it rated somewhere. <laughs>
1: Might only be like one One carrot. Yeah. There's a one carrot kidney stone.
3: This is Uncut Jim's 2, the sequel? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: The stones are already inside me.
3: <laughs> Tom Brady's trying to
0: that's get,
1: uh, he, fucking get,
3: get his kidney stones.
1: Uh, Fifth I Element. Would. It's Fifth Element, right? <laughs> when the stones are in the alien chick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, yeah.
3: Might All right, be yeah, in nice this movie.
1: That killed the flow. Cool. So uh, the girl's screaming reaction <laughs> to, the, to the, the dead. Flow, you're telling me. Flomax didn't do shit. <laughs> uh, so the screams of Kim and Jackie and, uh, while they're on the phone, that prompts to go or the coach to say, um, is this a joke? They hang up. Uh, Trish runs back to the phone she's trying to call the police she gets like halfway through talking to 911 and then we cut to Russ cutting the phone line oh shit Uh, we immediately cut the coach has called Val she wants to know if Val can go over to the house and see what's going on and Val just straight up says I'd rather not and the coach backtracks and says that's probably for the best um Neil
0: isn't there a part here, too, where, like, these chicks say that what they need to do is, like, turn off all the lights and close the curtains?
3: Yeah, that's the uh, solution. It's coming up. Coming up.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. Okay. So the the guys are trying to figure out what to do, and Jeff suggests I think we should basically lock everything down, like you said, and Trish agrees. So they run around and do that.
0: It just seems like a, like if I was a serial killer that would be a good scenario for me like let's close off all the exits let's turn the lights off
3: I mean mm-hmm. really he's having a great night here he's got the same hiding spot like right next to the fucking porch and the bushes
2: mm-hmm.
3: he's got a, he's fucking practically living in that goddamn garage
2: mm-hmm
1: So Neil and Jeff they're kind of sitting off by themselves, and Neil suggests that they need to do something. His suggestion is that the guys just split up; they each had a different way and try to get help. It's a great plan in theory. Quite honestly, um, uh, so they set up. Jeff is at one door with Trish, and Neil is at the other door with. Kim and Jackie. Neil's going to head for Val's house who lives next door. Jeff's going to run the other way. He's got to go through the garage though to get out. Kim and Jackie both give Neil a little side-by-side kiss. Oh. <laughs> he gets a little action. If only. If only. Um, Jeff gets into the garage. He finds Diane hanging up from the roof upside down. Doesn't take him very long. He gets drilled in his shoulder. Cut back over. Val's at home. She's watching a horror movie particularly loud. So loud that she can't hear when Neil is beating on the door asking for help. Russ scoots up in the front yard, starts fighting with Neil. Neil tries to attack him, actually, with a knife. Uh, By this point, Val gets up to see, like, what's going on. She gets to the door. Nothing there, though. Um... Russ and Neil, they're f- wrestling out in the, the front yard. Russ takes Neil's knife and then just stabs the shit out of him and then picks him up and drags Neil back to the garage. We are now eight down. Well, we're eight down, but one we don't realize that Jeff's still alive, quite honestly. So Jeff is crawling to the door. Um, while he's crawling to the door, Jackie, she just gives up. She wants some of that goddamn pizza. <laughs> she pulls the box out from underneath the driver. The other two girls are pretty grossed out. Um, we hear Jeff crying up against the door. The girls come to see, but they don't open the door. They're going to, but then at the last minute, they decide, no, we shouldn't. And this is where Ross finishes Jeff off.
0: I mean, not a bad call to eat some of that pizza, though. Uh, you got to you got to sustain yourself during... You're probably burning a lot of calories, you know?
1: Your heart rate's definitely up. You don't want to have anything too heavy, so maybe a good call with the mushrooms and olives. Mm -hmm. I don't know if a West Coast pizza is maybe a little lighter. It looked a little thinner of a slice. So, a few bites. Mm -hmm. Overall, good
3: scene, though.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, that's the scene that stuck with me enough to suggest this movie for this category. Winning. Nailed it. If you know Jeff's getting killed in the backyard, why don't you go out the front? Mm -hmm. Like, that's your time to get the fuck out of there, right? But to be fair, you also don't know if the killer's alone. Hell, even later, Trish has a theory that maybe he's not working alone. Um... We cut to the coach. She is driving. Um, cut back. Courtney is going over to Trish's Val. sees her just straight up walking over there. Val follows her. Courtney knows she's being followed by Val. So she fucks off the porch real quick. Val knocks on the door. Uh, she goes inside, doesn't see anything for some reason. Um, or she's beating on the door trying to knock. Jackie wants to let her in. The other girls are, um, saying, no, don't let her in. Maybe she's working with them, whatever. Jackie says, no, I'm going to go open the door. She goes and opens the door right as she opens the door. Russ slices her throat with the drill. We're nine down. Val goes around at the back. She sees blood on the door. Courtney scares her again.
0: Um, Just figure out your timing, you know? Yeah. (laughs) This is neither the time nor the place to Mm -mm. be getting a
1: goof in. And then one of them asks, like, why won't they answer the door? Like, gets pissed off at them for, like, doing the same shit that Val did five minutes ago, you know? Um, Val goes back around to the front. This is when it's unlocked, and she goes in, doesn't see Jackie or the pizza guy. Uh, Trish and Kim they hear Val they're upstairs what are they going to do this is where Trish really reiterates that maybe she thinks maybe they're friends maybe she's working with them then they sit down in the floor after blockading the door but with their back to the window Kim says it's kind of an extreme reaction to not being invited to the party wouldn't you say (laughs) um while she's shit-talking this, Russ able, is able to sneak up into the window. He gets right up behind them. He's maybe like two feet away by the time the girls realize he's there. um, They're trapped. He swings the drill around a little bit. Trish manages to grab a bat and knock him out. They try to undo the blockade, um, but they're not able to do it quick enough. Trish gets out. Kim can't. Russ comes up, stabs her. 10 down so russ is creeping around the house he's looking for trish val and courtney go inside courtney wants to sneak a beer from the refrigerator um val's like no no come on courtney opens the door she's looking at val though and doesn't realize that kim's dead body is in the refrigerator shuts the door She goes to reluctantly follow, then changes her mind like, fuck you, goes back to the refrigerator, opens it up. Kim falls out. She freaks out. They go for a run. They're hide. They see Russ. He pulls the uh, pizza guy's body up from the couch. Uh, What I think I sort of blew over, he's got like a collection of the bodies all in John Miner's car in the back, and he's sort of counting them. Good like trunk the th- space there. Yeah, he's
0: running out of room too. Yeah, I mean,
3: he says like shit. That
1: so thing is packed. We know he's killed five before, so I'm guessing maybe he's trying to make a personal best by counting them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So Russ takes the pizza guy's body and just uh from behind the couch and then throws it down into the basement.
3: Where the and that's did where, the basement come
1: from? Yeah. And that's where Val is. <clears throat> you'd think the fuses would be in the basement, not the garage. Right? Yeah,
3: that's what, And you'd think he would check down there for alive people.
1: Yeah. He doesn't know that Valerie's down there kind of hiding underneath the stairs. He goes back into the living room. And at first I was like, what, is he just taking a nap? Like, is he calling <laughs> it a day? Like, I've killed everybody. So and then I realized, oh, he's pretending to be. The dead body underneath the blanket which is actually a pretty good idea um, the coach arrives she comes in and the first thing she says is Thomas singled in the sixth so
0: yeah. it, still given that that play by play of baseball game it
1: wasn't that she thought that they were in danger it was she hated not being able to answer the question like she mm-hmm. figured it out
3: dedication
1: mm-hmm. so she sees the body underneath the blanket she goes over she pulls it away it's Russ um, vows in the basement. she can't decide like what tool to use as a weapon. She's grabbing all sorts of random shit. She grabs a circular saw, which for some reason is plugged in. This is just poor tool maintenance. starts running it, gets excited. she starts running up the stairs but I the,
0: leave I leave all mine plugged in and running. is that not what that's you're proper. To
1: do? That's proper. Okay, it's plugged Good. in and running. Not plugged in, not running.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. I always keep them running, and yeah, uh, they're just they zoom all over the floor in there. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah, but they're they're staying lubricated and oh, rust yeah. rust exactly. free. Yeah. Um. So the cord catches. She gets like halfway up the stairs, and the cord catches, and rather than coming disconnected, it just jerks her back. Russ is upstairs still fighting the coach. Coach grabs a fire poker. Um we see Courtney, she's under the couch. She's kind of following Russ's feet as Rush tries uh, to attack the coach. Courtney trips him. He falls over. The coach starts beating him with his what is obviously a fucking rubber fire poker. I don't know if you could tell like how bouncy yeah. it was. Yep. Um so she's beating the shit out of him. Trish just runs out of nowhere and starts stabbing him in the back. Um, the coach pushes Trish out of the way. Just as she does that, Russ comes up and swipes with this drill and hits the coach right in the stomach. Bam, there's our 11. Um, Russ is now starting to kind of creep up on Trish and now he starts talking. He says, you're pretty. All of you were very pretty. I love you. (laughs) It takes a lot of love for a person to do this. You know you want it. You'll love it. Yes. Those are his lines. Mm -hmm. Um, Val storms up from the basement. She's got a machete now that she grabbed. She runs up. She's cornered uh, Russ. He fucks off. He's into the backyard now. She's got him cornered up against the pool. Um, he can't really do much up against this. She swings the machete and cuts his drill bit. Fucking right in half. He is a little shocked. Then she just starts hacking at his fucking hand. And in three strokes. Cuts off his left hand totally. Shit falls to the ground. I'll kill you. He yells. Val swipes at his stomach. Russ falls into the pool. We think he's down. Courtney comes out. They hug. What do you know? Russ ain't down yet. He gets out of the pool. He gets to jump on Val. He throws Courtney off of her. And then once again, Trish comes out of fucking nowhere with a knife. Um, Val rolls away just in time to grab the machete again. Russ dives at Val, sort of like Schwarzenegger at the end end of days. And Val just fucking impales him. He basically impales himself right on the machete. Mm. The three girls are all crying. Distant sirens. The end.
3: End credits.
1: Holy shit.
3: Girl power.
1: So. The shortest movie we've done so far. I tried to keep the the flow going because there's there's no slowing down in this movie once it gets going it gets going
0: and it gets going from the start so
1: yeah I mean two minutes in yeah yeah I knew I was going one
0: one little establishing shot of throwing away your stuffed animals and then you're Mm -hmm. into
1: this movie (laughs) man Dan what do you got for us man
3: Upon further research, uh, this was directed by a woman and also written by a woman. Rita Maya Brown is a feminist activist. Uh, She actually wrote it as a parody of all the popular slasher films that were coming out at the time. Uh, But they decided that they liked it and they wanted to do a uh, regular old slasher film.
1: So you failed at doing a parody. Yeah, right. You
3: just just
0: wrote the actual thing. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Yeah, I didn't really go into too much on that. I was kind of wondering.
0: (laughs) Here's my feminist slasher parody. Great, thanks. We're going to make it an hour long and throw a bunch of tits in there.
3: So last week on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we did say that Roger Corman was very interested in the late 80s in doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was the only one that really showed interest. He is a producer for this. He's seen um, Amy... What's her name? Amy Jones. I guess her husband is a cinematographer for Scorsese and some other big directors. They kind of did some weekend shots at their house and they showed it to him. And that's whenever he decided, all right, I'm going to finance this shit but uh he had some say in what he wanted he wanted a shower scene he wanted boobs you know he wanted what the audience was gonna like so those were kind of just put in there as what she had to do to get the film created jones quite
1: what i think while as grotesque as some of the shots with them naked are I think the worst one really is the pan down in the shower that I kind of blew over there's like a really unnecessary like we see all of Trisha's backside like a pan down and then a pan back up Um, I think if you yeah but at that point you kind of know oh I I get what they're really forcing on you I was
0: like I think this is obviously parody
1: fucking hysterical, dude. Look at this ass. Yeah,
0: I totally respect it.
3: Uh, Original title, Don't Open the Door.
0: Wow, Sumber Party Massacre is a much better title. Yes.
3: Um, Jones turned down uh, editing. She was uh, Spielberg's first pick to start editing E.T. at this time but she turned that down in order to make this film. Um, I didn't get... What is our killer's name?
2: Russ, Russ Thorne. Russ
1: Thorne. Okay, the thriller so killer.
3: That actor stayed in character the whole time, and he based all of his movements off the movements of a peacock. So that's why he's fucking moving like... You know? So apparently, that's what he based the movements off of.
1: And that came <laughs> up multiple I times. I love you. I'm like... I love you.
0: But That's he, why he fans his tail out, really, <laughs> in a big
3: display. Just flies off. <laughs> but you yeah, that came up it. multiple times, and I was like, why the fuck, like, did you come to that conclusion? But shot in Los Angeles, mainly in Venice. I think they referenced Venice at one point in the movie. Uh, september tenth nineteen eighty two it premiered the budget was two hundred and twenty thousand dollars pulled in a box office of three point six million so it was a it was a uh cash cow not really but it was a success
0: i mean comparative to the budget that's pretty damn good yeah, yeah.
3: filmed for three weeks um And the remake from Shout Studios will premiere on the Sci-Fi Channel in late 2021, if anybody's interested in that.
0: Mm, Maybe a review in the future.
3: But this is uh, one of the films that is held as a feminist slasher film for the girls out there and the ladies, which you can tell. I mean, obviously the... Drill is a metaphor for what I see as a a dick. Honestly, that's that's why I think the cutoff at the end there is like, all right, you're done now, buddy. You're done swinging your dick around.
1: It's kind of a bold assessment. I didn't get that at all. Yeah. dude. I've
0: seen dicks everywhere you go.
3: Do you guys just need to get a, a little more. You know, you need. I lit a candle tonight. Okay. (laughs) Maybe you guys should, too. But it's held as a cult classic. I mean, and like I said, that's that's really all I got.
1: Right on. Kyle, do you think this movie would be any better if John Lithgow played Russ Thorne?
0: Oh, hell yeah, dude.
1: Is it a dumb question? Obviously. I mean, that's really the
3: only part he can play. No, he could play one
0: of these girls. He could play <laughs> he could play Big Load John Minor. Oh, he could play Big Load John Minor. He could play the the PE coach. Well, Put him you, as every role in the film.
3: That's your answer every week.
0: Just make a Lithgow one man stage show a production of Slumber Party Massacre.
1: <laughs> we have the technology. Maybe not for a stage show, but... I'd buy a ticket. Dude, I'm telling you with AR now these days. (laughs) I got my shower stall set down here.
0: I know, dude. (laughs) I've been reading the daily blog updates.
3: Manifesto. God, He's a busy man.
0: Bones builds a shower. tumbler dot com. Mm-hmm.
1: You can follow me on Instagram at two hot dogs short of a pack.
3: <laughs> I bet you that's well, somebody's name.
1: <laughs> well, in the spirit of this movie, not having any fat on it, let's let's move the fuck on and uh, do our favorite part. Uh, rate my letterbox.
3: Rate my letterbox. Rate it.
1: Um, Bones 3, Dan 3 Bones 3, Kyle 3 Going all 3's
3: here, huh? Do we want to hear the average for uh, Letterboxd? Sure 3.1
2: Wow I'm
1: going to say Dan 3, Kyle 2.5 I say, Kyle, you should expose yourself.
0: Look at it. Look at it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: John Minor, you ain't.
0: <laughs> no, there's a big load there.
1: No, okay.
0: We don't want to see that one.
3: Uh,
0: yeah, three. Wow. This is a fun slasher. It does have a cool bin to it being female-written, female-directed. It comes through in the movie. Uh, and I don't know. It's badass.
3: I am a three as well, gentlemen. Uh, well. No. said it's been a while, but it held up. Uh, it gets to the point. There's some good, uh, good chemistry there with the sisters. I thought that was pretty decent. I like the uh, refrigerator gag. But that was pretty good. Um, and overall, yeah. the killer, uh, Russ, Russ, right? Pretty good, uh, pretty creepy. You know. Power drills, what more do you mean? And boobs.
0: <laughs> That's a battery drill.
3: Has to be. I did try to find that information like how did they
0: I bet back in the day you had to hook up like a little box that held 14 D batteries
1: yeah or it had a hand crank mm-hmm. yeah this drill like, confounds Elon Musk he just doesn't understand it
0: like one of those Amish drills that has like the handle that you There's mm-hmm. just
3: a guy like following him
1: just can't <laughs> see him Bones, oh. are you going to give out your score? Oh, I was waiting. Thanks, man. Thanks for knowing that I was almost left out. appreciate it. No. I just kindly waiting. Um, I'm going 2.5. Really? 2.5. I, I do enjoy the movie. I do think it's got a few things that sort of fall flat for me. Um, the killer is not... I don't find him that interesting. I get the penis drill thing that's sort of cool for a few kills but sort of forced a little bit too much um, I like a lot of I, I like the movie um, just the random Mark guy on a fucking motorcycle <laughs> boggles my mind um, <laughs> there's just some random uh, then it's blowing my mind that you say that the director of this uh, almost edited E.T. And I think well, how did she leave all of this shit out? So, but a solid two point five, solid two point five. I debated on the three, but sure. Uh, and that puts us all at tied on, at the game. We each got one correct, so so I think what three three and two point five. That's got to be close to the average, right? That comes out to yeah,
0: th- it would bring us to a two point eight three. Okay which also would make this movie tied with Black Dog. So we got a little decision to make, boys. Two Damn. two Bones picks going head to head here.
1: I, there's no debate for me. Black Dog is the superior film.
0: All right, we'll move
1: that score up. Uh...
0: I'm going to move up my score for Slumber Party Massacre.
3: I think I, too, am going with Slumber Party. Just, I think it's a better time.
1: No way. No way. I gotta Where did those hot dogs come from in Slumber Party Massacre? In Black Dog, you know that Meatloaf, he cuts coupons. Well, he got a better deal on them, but...
3: That doesn't mean he ate him. He could just put him in the deep freeze in the basement.
0: They all came from the freezer.
1: You'll end up in the freezer. You don't get him those Winn-Dixie coupons. I, I, there was no question to me that you two would enjoy Slumber Party Massacre more than Black Dog.
3: Mm-hmm. Why do you,
1: you say f- that? You Philistines. <laughs>
0: nah, it's all right. Oh, I'm sorry that nope. I just like uh, women-centric movies. movies.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're sorry that we support feminists on this podcast.
0: I mean, it really was Slumber Party Massacre, maybe the most feminist movie we've done on this podcast, versus Black Dog, a movie that features one woman total.
3: <laughs> There's She's got two. a daughter. She's got a daughter with sweet-ass high tops. Yeah. There's
0: a... There's the wife, the daughter, and the lady at the truck stop that well, they ogle. And
1: the, and the lady law enforcement officer.
3: Doesn't she's she get running a the show.
1: No, she's just telling. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's just telling the two, the ATF guy, and the other dude, kind of information. Did you mm-hmm. watch
3: Black Dog today? When you texted us, or was that yesterday? That was yesterday. Was, that was. I thought that was today. Did you
0: throw it on while you were clipping your
1: coupons? You know it.
3: It's
0: the best way to watch it. I have it
1: on a Google alert, so anytime it pops up streaming, (laughs) it's like, hey, Black Dog's ready.
3: You're like, hey, boss, I got to go. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think Convoy might be the most unfriendly to ladies. No, Death Wish three is. Yeah, Death sure. Wish Three Death is Wish three. Definitely,
0: that's a good point. That is,
1: and <laughs> worse. The, sorry, I know I'm touching my mic a lot. Um, the hunger is pretty female empowering. Mm-hmm. I think.
3: Yeah, you got a theme going here.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. You're. I like. Yeah, you, I like women. Yeah, but your
0: theme for movies is either. Very pro-women or very anti-women?
1: No, never anti-women. Just every once in a while, women don't need to be um, in all, involved in all this shit. Not that hey, I don't want them there, but... I think you should wrap this show up. I'm just protecting them from the big rigs and the monsters. Mm-hmm. No, Famke Jansen, she's in the shit and Deep Rising. And then there's a buff... Korean girl
3: That gets killed
0: She has muscles Okay
1: If she ate, That's equal time baby If you want to be treated as equal You get to die equal Women with muscles That's fine It's been a while since you guys Fucking Ganged up on me So go for it I'm either two pro women Or Anti-woman
3: Nobody's ganging up on you. Everybody respects you here.
1: You guys are I think trying I, to pull a side-by-side on me. And <laughs> you telling me to wrap this shit up? You done?
0: I think at the end of the day, you're averaging to a normal...
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I was just
3: saying, you, uh, you're uh, digging a grave here. So.
0: <laughs> you're averaging out to ambivalent towards women. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, man. I'm going to be so self-conscious on the next pick now. No, please don't.
3: (laughs) We love women here on Five Day Rentals.
0: I picked Death Wish 3, so... (laughs) Mm
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: you don't need to shy away.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think Deep Rising might be the only movie, or the only lady death in any of my movies, right? Not counting, I guess, The Hunger...
0: Well, there were a bunch of lady deaths in, in the movie we just watched.
1: Yeah, well, I, I was saying beforehand. Well, no, I'm wrong because Deep Rising: a literal entire cruise ship of people died. Countless women.
3: Oh yeah, through the asshole. That's pretty
1: yeah. cool because that means I've got like the highest fucking body count by a thousand. Mm.
3: We'll look that information up. Maybe somebody
1: picks Armageddon or Deep Impact. That might be the only thing that has more. Or Infinity War. Spoilers.
0: We'll pick The Watchmen. Yeah. (sighs) Don't Uh, they kill, like, all of New York?
3: mm Mm-hmm. That'll do it. I'm going Schindler's (laughs) List. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's dark
1: <laughs> Cool, that's a good place to stop <laughs> Thanks for saving me, Dan ah, You're welcome You got it um, Let's call it here, man We didn't take a break, so Let's cut to the end, and anybody who wants to stick around For the after credits, Dan will Reveal The uh, third in our trilogy Of Red Sauce So, some movie that must include blood and or pizza. Um, Kyle just got in with pizza and a little bit of blood. I got a lot of blood and a lot of pizza. Let me
3: tell you this. Kyle, he hit, you know, infield. Bones, he knocked it out of the park. What? (laughs) What?
0: My movie was Thanks, a gift man. to the pod.
3: <laughs> you got it since we've you referenced work. How was this
0: not a gift to the pod? Turtles. It was a gift to the pod, but the turtles we we referenced the turtles.
1: Turtles, we do. We, we turtles also is a solid movies. Movie.
0: Yeah. All all six of our fans were begging for the turtles episode. <laughs> and I gave it to them.
1: And then they grew up and they got some titties
2: mm-hmm
1: mm-hmm Dan can you beat titties and turtles
3: I don't know we'll find out
1: I guess we'll find out so next if week you're lis- if you're listening to this obviously you know how to download podcasts but we're on all the major platforms Dan how do people find you
3: uh, you guys can find uh, us all at five day rentals on a uh Letterboxd there, or you can find me individually at K underscore Hongus on Letterboxd.
1: Cron Howard, how would we find you on Letterboxd?
0: You can find me on Letterboxd or uh, at Cron Howard. (laughs) You can also find me uh, hanging out with Dan, watching Pinocchio films.
2: Mm -hmm. I am...
0: I am.
1: Uh, I enjoy Doritos on Twitter and Letterboxd, so I think you there's had, an email in there somewhere.
3: You haven't got our Twitter page up yet for 5-Day Rentals?
1: No, I guess I could. I'll just change my name to 5-Day Rentals and start bombing people. So, so, Guy, if you're out there, send us an email. Send us a tweet. We're Still trying
3: to get on a Letterboxd ourselves. HQ there, Letterboxed, If you are listening, uh, you haven't emailed me back yet. be a lot easier <laughs> so I can have everybody together on one profile.
1: Has um, Bile emailed you back yet?
3: Oh, shit, I need to check that. I haven't checked the other email in a long time.
0: <laughs> hey, Dan, help me. I am currently <laughs> in jail. <laughs> can you pay my bill? Bell. <laughs> Bleeding from the kidney. <laughs> you oh, he, he might
1: have a stone.
3: <laughs> I'll check that.
0: Okay. Dear Dan, I need a liver transplant. <laughs> your friend bile.
3: What's your blood type?
0: Dear Dan, when I named the band bile, I never thought that one day my body would be full of it. But here I am, asking for your help
3: you can't find a kidney with the 11 other band members you have
1: two words fecal transplant (laughs) they are not positive matches too much hardcore drug use alright I'm gonna start the music now crash and burn crash and burn y'all crash and burn Welcome back hope Welcome you back, had a though. hope you had a nice night shower
3: <laughs> I
0: will hope say that I, cursey I, challenge
3: and I do the night shower man so I ain't got time to I'm gonna sleep as long as I possibly can
1: I am I am a shower when I got a shower if I'm nasty I'll shower in the night if I need a little pick me up I'll shower in the morning.
0: Well, I took a night shower tonight, I guess, because I mowed my grass today, and then I showered before we did this podcast.
1: You took two showers? Why did you shower
3: before the podcast? You showered after you did the lawn.
0: Yeah, I showered after I did the lawn.
3: You can't invest in Dogecoin, but you're fucking wasting all that water?
0: I did not shower this morning, and then I showered after I mowed the grass.
1: And that shower was the shower that you took before the podcast?
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: sorry. I misunderstood. I thought you said I took a shower after I mowed the grass, and then I took a shower before the podcast. And Dan and I are going, how can you afford this water bill? Same shower.
0: Well, what do you guys consider a shower? Because I just put the tap on the lowest setting possible and, (laughs) like, run my face under it.
1: Let it build up in your hands and... Splash yeah. it on your face like a Neutrogena commercial.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's, that's not, not very much. That's water not a shower. That's not a shower. <laughs> that's a that's a face wash. That's a face wash. Oh, okay. Well, good thing we reserved all this sh- shower talk for uh, the after hours portion of the episode. So we're the gonna... after showers portion, mm. if you want. Ooh, five day rentals after dark. This episode flew
0: by. This mm-hmm. was so fast. Just like watching Slumber Party Massacre. Yeah. It must it's mean, only, must it's mean only 11.40,
1: no, not 12.40. Yeah, it must mean there's no jokes. So, there are jokes in I'm there. I'm sorry. Sorry this there. is not a funny episode. I had
0: lots of great jokes in there.
1: Yeah.
3: We're not going to knock them out of the park every time, guys.
0: Well, I did, though. Yeah, they all can't be <laughs> rad. I knocked them all out. Welcome. People are gonna love my frozen hot dogs on the eye bits.
1: (laughs) So we are smack dab right in the middle of Kyle's category, Red Sauce. Dan, it's time for you to reveal the climactic conclusion to this category. Floor is yours.
3: With the third pick. And Red Sauce. We are going to explore a film that I've come across a few times, and I'm pretty excited to watch. It is from the year 1988, so we are staying in the 80s. Uh, directed by Bert L. Dargan. And the film is Sounds called... like a made-up name. Yeah. <laughs> Bert L. Dargan.
1: It, that it's like a name somebody's making up, and then halfway through, they can't figure out <laughs> how to finish it. Bert L. Dr. Dargan. Dragon.
3: D R A G I N. Yeah, Dargan. Dragon. That's Dargan. Gin. Anyway, nineteen eighty-eight twice dead This is the film that we're gonna watch tagline is beyond the living beyond the dead
0: where do I watch this movie at Dan
3: you can get this on uh, five day Reynolds favorite Tubi good Tubi Tibbs
1: Tubby Tubby
3: did we call it Tubby at one time
1: I'm pretty sure each of us have accidentally called it Tubby at some point. Uh, Yep, yeah, for free in SD. Oh, this movie is only available in SD. Classic Digital. Dan Pick. Yeah, and the, yeah. SD quality.
3: <laughs> and then I'll yell at you because we didn't we watch the Blu-ray. The,
1: the Blu-ray in a week from now we'll be bitched at. God, I know. hope there's a plate of sandwiches in here. Maybe the play is this is just a 2 podcast. No. No? Called Tire tubes?
3: No, because as soon as it's like it's on Tubi and then we log on and it's out there, everyone's gonna be pissed. Yeah. At Tubi.
1: But I mean if (laughs) Yeah, not at us. But I'm saying I'm saying we work with Tubi.
3: I can start hashtagging them in. Like
1: it's in it's yeah. So we say, Hey, we're gonna watch twice dead, leave it up for a few months, you dicks. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Well, they can sponsor us.
1: You be fucks. <laughs> it's time to call it. I'm getting too too dirty, too loopy. After shower show. Hmm. Well, Kyle, I hope you have a nice shower in the morning. Thanks, guys.
0: I uh, hope you have a nice shower tonight. I guess. Oh, I already, showered already.
3: I already showered. Who you doesn't want
0: to shower at midnight?
3: I did last week.
0: Well, are you both going to change your underwear when you wake up in the morning? Fuck no, dude.
1: These are I'm committed to these ones. Change implies that I'm wearing underwear to bed. <laughs> I'm not wearing any bottoms right now.
3: He just hang, he just hangs them up, puts them on yeah. in the morning,
1: puts them
0: behind the glass display case, and goes to sleep.
3: Mm-hmm. The refresher. Ah, that's what we should make an underwear refresher. Put them that's in. That's called Let's call the
0: washing <laughs> machine. <laughs>
3: washing machine. No, dude. Keeps them crisp and cool through the night. That way you can wear them in the mornings.
0: Are you talking about some sort of advanced laundry tech? We'll that- put
3: a fucking UV light in there. Yeah, I got through a whole episode without you guys making a fucking laundry joke.
0: Are you trying to crisp up your underwear before?
3: <laughs> I'm just saying, you go to bed, you're like, you're a night shower guy, our gal and oh let me put my undies in the underwear refresher so they're nice and crispy and clean in the mornings
1: so you're picturing I don't want a crispy underwear
3: <laughs> you're picturing a
0: scenario where like someone runs into the laundromat and says like please please you got to help me these underwear have to be clean now
1: or please please these underwear are too warm no this is and a- too loose
3: This is a niche crowd, all right? It's just night shower dudes.
1: (laughs) Okay. So this section of the show is now called the after showers. So you have that'll stick
0: you've got like six to eight hours though for this process to run.
3: I just want to tell everybody to join us next week for our new podcast, Night Shower Dudes.
1: Why even put on underwear
3: if you're gonna after do, a go through shower? that?
1: Yeah, you put on gym shorts at most. You like? Uh, what if it's hot that night? What? You're taking the gym shorts off as soon as you get in the bed. That's just my walking around shorts.
3: <laughs> that's so the neighbors don't call the cops. Shorts.
1: Yeah, that's the. I gotta let the dog out.
3: In more ways than one.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Should yeah. we make our own cryptocurrency called Monster Dog Coin? No. <laughs> yes. It's easy. Just okay. make it up.
1: What about Dong Coin? Yeah. And you get Pornhub and all these things involved.
3: I don't know what Pornhub is.
2: I got
1: nothing. I mean,
3: You're missing out on life.
0: I, I already have. I hate to call you out. But I already have 10 dong coins.
3: I only have five.
1: I just need the one.
0: It's like an exclusive thing for dudes with big hogs.
1: You hit puberty and just a bunch of coins show up.
0: Your dad sets you down on the edge of the bed and gives you your dong coin.
1: Now I have eight dog coin. You've been blessed with ten dog coin. While this upsets me, I'm equally proud.
3: Coins is just how many women you've slept
1: with. Oh. Oh, shit. No, it's about how big your unit is. I'm not putting putting out how many coins I got then.
3: I... I I got this many I got a basement and a top floor So my air conditioning unit is pretty big
0: Do you have what AC coins? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're bragging
1: about here (laughs) It's
3: just refrigerant
1: (laughs) You got AC Slater coins?
3: Nobody would buy those
1: (laughs) Screech coins maybe Oh, Rest in peace. He, he's
0: dead. Tag him on the pod episode.
3: <laughs> Hashtag mm-hmm. Dogecoin.
1: Oh, that's how you say it. <laughs> I
0: say Dongcoin, which is all I got. Sweet.
3: Where'd you make all your money, sir? Yeah, off that Dongcoin.
0: Right here, buddy. And then I point to my crotch.
3: This is your constitutional.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. You
1: point to your crotch and your underwear is all nice and cool and crisp.
2: As
3: yeah. you just got it out of the five-day rental underwear crisper?
1: Yep.
0: Go down to Dan's laundromat. Tell him you have an emergency
1: underwear situation. <laughs> It'd almost be like a toaster, but like the opposite
3: Yeah, you can go cool or hot, like whichever. Or
1: like a, would it be like a? It's like a blast chiller, like a panini maker,
3: (laughs) (laughs) shaped as an underwear. Just
1: just freezes your.
3: You could spritz it with some like we'll sign with Febreze.
1: (laughs) Well, you'd gotta use some Pam because you don't want it
3: sticking. (laughs) We'll make Pam design a. A cloth. Lubricant. Underwear
0: approved. Listen, if you're going to go to the trouble to make a underwear crisper, you shouldn't <laughs> just be for breezing them for people. <laughs> I, I can do that at home. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> people already do that. <laughs>
0: that's that's like people bring in their underwear to you, and you're like, oh, let me
1: take it back to the secret room, and I'll crisp these up for you. And you spray it like bowling shoes whenever you turn them in. <laughs>
0: yeah. You just hold it up like...
1: There you go. You couldn't have done this at home. Nope. Nice nice and crispy. That'll be eleven dollars.
3: <laughs> Throw them in the dryer for ten.
0: There
3: you go, bud. People people buy bottled water, man. They'll buy anything.
1: Mm-hmm. When I think about cold fabric, I think about it <laughs> right next to my genitals. <laughs>
3: like the other side of the pillow crisp underwear crisper
1: works for your head <laughs> i'm going to put Not your dong
0: what's the what's the what's the thing called where you like like one of your body parts freezes like if you're exposed to the elements for too long
3: Oh weird frostbite?
1: Frostbite. <laughs> yeah. I said freezer burn, but frostbite <laughs> is what it is.
0: Oh I'm gonna turn this machine up to frostbite for you.
3: <laughs> My balls are gonna be so small I'm not gonna come for hours.
2: <laughs> Ooh,
0: your little sack is gonna be black and blue when you're wearing these.
3: You ain't gonna get pregnant, bitch. <laughs>
1: I'm shooting icicles <laughs> Peter North Pole baby <laughs>
2: Did you uh, ever shit, see shit.
3: Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm about to do We've got off the rails
1: Alright, fuck it <laughs> Bye
3: Crash and burn y'all
1: Crash and burn